we as disciples have that privilege of leading others and encouraging others. And that's what discipleship is all about. We are all on a journey. Today, Lila has taken those steps, or her parents and godparents have brought her here in faith that one day she herself will be able to make that profession of faith, to know that she has walked away from all that is darkness into God's marvellous light. And we pray that for Lila, that as she grows, that she will come to know Jesus as her Lord each and every day of her life and know the light of Christ always in her. We sang earlier on, didn't we, that God would go before us, be in us, be behind us. And that is our prayer too for Lila and for Ocean and the whole family, that they would grow in the love and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wonderful. Isn't it wonderful? That is the stepping in to God's light. That's what we have also been reminded of, of our own baptism. When we stepped from darkness, God called us into his marvellous light. Amen. Amen. Now, I hope... uh, Did we get these out? You may. I hope you've got... Yes, I can see them on the chairs as well. Thank you. Around and about you, you've got a little card which has got Lila's name on it and today's date and reminders of all the wonderful things that are promised for Lila. And as her parents and godparents pray for her and raise her in the faith, that this will become more and more a reality. And I'd just love you to write a prayer of blessing for Lila, that over the years, over the weeks and months to come, that they can read these prayers of blessing over her, to bless her life, to bless her every day of her life. So uh, just would like to encourage you to, to just take a moment as we just come again ourselves into God's presence. Just be thinking of your prayer of blessing. And if you'd like to write that at some point during the service on one of these cards, that would be wonderful that we can bless this family in this way. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are the way, the truth and the life that you have made this way, that we call others towards you, that you might, by your Holy Spirit, draw them to you, that they themselves might say, I believe and trust in you, Lord Jesus. May that be so for Lila one day, that from her lips she would proclaim your name as her Lord and Saviour. Amen. Now, Ocean, I wonder if you would, you... would you like to come and help me? Would you like to do that? Thank you. You see... You come and stand here. Ocean is Lila's big sister. And we can see that you have grown compared to... You said your sister is that years old. Nought years old, didn't you? But you see, you were nought once, and you've grown, haven't you? You've grown bigger, but you've also gone to school and started to learn things, haven't you? Zero. She's zero, isn't she? Yes. And children grow because we help them as well. They naturally grow, but we encourage them by learning and feeding and so on. And we also grow spiritually as we find out about God. Now, can you see any numbers around here? Can you see the number one? That pillow yeah. Could you go and get that for me? Could you peel it off? Bring it in. That's it. Bring it here. That's Pull it off. That's it. Bring it here. Wonderful. What does it say? It said, God, God loves, loves me. me. God loves me. I we can, can see number two. 
Yes, we'll get to that one in a minute. (laughs) The first thing that we need to know is that God loves us. God is crazy about us. But do you know what God's love is like? It is unlimited and unconditional. Nothing can make make God love us any more or any less than he loves us today. But not only does he love us, he's got an amazing plan for each one of us, a plan and a purpose for us, whatever age and stage we are at in life. Now, why is he so desperate to have that relationship with us? It's because he doesn't want us to miss out on all the incredible future that he's got in store for us. There's nothing that God wants more than to love you. What's that? Oh, yes. I can see that. To love you and be loved by you, and that's all of you. God wants to love you and be loved by you. Now, where's this piece of paper? We've got some spiritual vitamins, some spiritual nourishment here. Two verses from the Bible, it says this. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Isn't that amazing? Should we go and find out number two? Can you see where it is? Thank you. Now, if that was the sign, can you hold this for me? That's what we had just now. Got to give you that one, didn't I? Now we've got this one to hold. Could you hold that one up so everyone can see it? I'll take that one. Sadly, what we know is that we have been separated from that wonderful love, that amazing love that God has us, has for us. And the Bible calls this sin. Simply put, sin is choosing to live for ourselves rather than for God. We sin when we ignore God or we break His laws. Or, indeed, we do things our own way. And sin destroys relationships, relationships in our families, with our friends, but most of all, with God. So instead of living this incredible life that God has for us, the Bible says that sin has brought misery, has brought pain, and ultimately has brought death. And the Bible tells us the price of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you. Now, can you see number three? Can you see where number three is? That's it. Give it a good pull. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to hold this one then? Okay. Do you know what it says on there? Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. The third point is probably the most well-known fact in the history of mankind, that Jesus died on a cross. You see, it's important to realise that there is a cost for sin, and that cost is ultimately is death, separation from God now and forever. And the Bible tells us that all of us have been separated We actually deserve to die. But God, but God who is full of mercy, so loved us that he sent Jesus to come and die in our place. 
And when Jesus died in your place and mine, Jesus made a way, and that's what that cross reminds us of that way, that fullness of life that he has made for us so that we can spend life now in the presence of God and for all eternity. (laughs) And here's another spiritual vitamin to grow. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sin. And God demonstrates his own love for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you very much. Now, can you see the last one, number four? What's it got on it there, ocean? What's the shape on it? Can you see what it is? It's got one of these, hasn't it? It's got a question mark. Yes. Not only did Jesus die, but three days later, he was raised to life, of course. And through his death and resurrection, Jesus defeated death and defeated sin and made that way for us to that brand new life with God. What we need to do is ask ourselves this question. Are we going to choose Jesus or are we not? We have many questions each and every day. This morning, you've already made the decision. Do I have breakfast or not? And if you do have breakfast, what am I going to have? Important questions, but none so important as that question between life and death, choosing life over death. And all we need to do to accept that life is to first of all say, I have sinned. I have gone my own way from time to time. In fact, I've gone my own way already this morning, which is why I've had to come to God and say sorry to him. And we come to him and ask him for his forgiveness. And we put our faith in Jesus and choose and decide to spend the rest of our life turning to him, living for Jesus. The choice is ours each one of us, and Lila will make that choice when she grows up, when she's old enough to understand these promises, like me as well. That's right. And here is our spiritual promise that we have got. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Amen. Now, I've got one more for you to hold. Would you mind holding that one for me? Can we see it now? If you stand forward so that everyone can see. That's it. Well, I'm going to explain. What does it say on there? It says promises, reject, renounce, and repent. Hold that up so everyone can see. Those are what your mummy and daddy and godparents have just promised. Lila's family have brought her here to be baptised because they believe that God is calling each of us out of darkness into his marvellous light. And they've made these personal promises on Lila's behalf that we will reject the devil and all rebellion against God. That's what it is, rebellion against God. That we will renounce the deceit, the things that deceive us, 
the corruption of evil. Let's hold it up. And finally, that we will repent of sin. That's every thought or word or deed that is us going our own way, the things that separate us from God, from our family and our friends. And repent. Repent is that beautiful word that means let's stop going our own way and turn back to God because his arms are open wide to say, I come back to me. Come and come before me and I will forgive you. And so we do this. One more, our last one. Turn, submit and come to Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no better way to live our life and for Lila to know from an early age that Jesus is indeed the way, the truth, and the fullness of life. She can have fullness of life every day of her life as she walks in the light and knowledge of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Do you want to go sit down now? Thank you. That's a good idea. You might have felt like you were observing a baptism. Mm. But actually, you were taking part in remembering your own baptism. Our own baptism. Let's just take a moment before God as we remember those promises. Lord Jesus, we know that we fall short. We say things and do things that we regret. We forget to do the things that we should or say the things that would encourage, build up and strengthen others. And we are sorry. Thank you that you have made us a way that by which we can come back to you. You call us to run back to you, to repent, to turn back to you. Help us now to come to you. To submit to you, to say that you are Lord and we are not lords of our lives. We cannot do this life alone. Or at least we can, but that falls short of all the fullness of life that you have in store for us, both now and for all eternity. Holy Spirit, come and fall in this place as we remember those promises that we have made for Lila, but also promises that were made for us or that we ourselves have made at our baptism or dedication. In you there is fullness of life. May we receive that life from you now. Fill us with your presence, we pray. Your peace. your joy and sustain us with your power 
that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Your love reaches to the skies. Your love reaches into our hearts. Lord, may we yield our hearts to you once again today. have a picture of our hearts being once again filled with the love of Christ and our heart a sense of it our hearts burning being on fire with his love may we be set on fire by his love as we sing once again to our creator the one who loves us unconditionally without measure for all eternity